of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupong. Be blessed as you listen. Amen. Amen. You want to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, look at me well. You want to ask some swag, say, neighbor, look at me well. Because after tonight, you will not be able to recognize me. I am shifting some levels. You want to do it well, say, I'm shifting some levels. Hallelujah. But tonight, as we come here, hallelujah, you want to open up the channels of your spirit, hallelujah, because God has a word for you, hallelujah. God has a word for you in this place. You will not leave this place the same, hallelujah. You are not permitted, hallelujah, to leave this place the same, hallelujah. As I was coming, I said tonight, there's a no-holds-barred service. Amen. I learned the word from Dr. Alpha, hallelujah. And it's a word that is used in wrestling. In wrestling, when you say no holds barred, that means there's no restrictions. There's no limitations. So tonight in this place, you want to break free, hallelujah, of every limitation. You don't want to look at the person sitting next to you because you came to meet your father, hallelujah. Amen. You want to be free. If it's an offering you want to give, come and give. If it is sitting on the floor here, you want to sit, come and sit. Hallelujah. If it is shouting and screaming, hallelujah. Amen. It's no holds bad. Hallelujah. And tonight I have the privilege, hallelujah, to invite my own daddy. I do not consider it a light work at all. Amen. It's heavy for me. Amen. But I want to invite Daddy Fire, Hosea 12, 13, hallelujah. It says that by a prophet, hallelujah, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. I don't know what Egypt you may be in tonight, hallelujah. That Egypt may be your, your, your spiritual complacency, hallelujah. That Egypt may be your finances, hallelujah. That Egypt may be your academics, hallelujah. That Egypt may be your relationship, hallelujah. But tonight, God has brought a set man set prophet hallelujah to bring you out of that Egypt hallelujah and not just to bring you out but to care for you as well tonight you want your spirit to be open hallelujah even as we invite daddy fire to take the pulpit Take your seats. How many of you are excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Um, I believe we are permitted to clap. So put your hands together for the Lord. We bless God for tonight. Tell somebody tonight is going to be awesome. 
Tell another person, tonight is going to be awesome. Tell somebody, tonight you'll be electrocuted by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You'll receive a shock from the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And as Dr. Harriet said, it's a no-holds-barred meeting. Tonight is about how aggressive you are. Tonight is about how prepared you are to break barriers and to break limitations and break obstacles in order to encounter something from God. Hallelujah. And I once again want to thank all the ministers of God who have come to grace this occasion with their presence. Let's put our hands together for them. God bless you so much for coming. All right. Shall we put our hands together for those that have come to give to the Lord? Hallelujah. Tonight is a night for the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's a night of impartation. I'm going to preach the word. And as you know, most of the time, my ministrations, they are, I call it, it's like a Bethesda thing. There is a quick staring and you have to be aggressive enough to tap into it. I'm not going to minister for one hour. I don't, I don't do very, very long ministration. Short and you have to be alert and just tap into it. Tonight, if you came here with a sickness, trust God that is going to leave your body. There are some of you here who are trusting God for the next level of your ministry. Whether it's a worship ministry, whether it's a word ministry, whether it's a power ministry. Tonight, God is going to meet you at the point of your need. That elevation you are expecting is going to happen tonight in the name of Jesus. There are some of you who are trusting God for some breakthroughs. Some may be financial. There, there are some prayers you have prayed over the years. An answer is going to come tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Even as you listen to the word and I declare things into your life and as you receive the word that is being spoken, the Lord will begin to release angels. He will begin to release his ministering spirits to go and cause things to happen in your life in the name of Jesus. And if you believe this prophecy, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Close your eyes, lift up your right hand. Just begin to pray in the language of the spirit if you can. You can just worship God in the language of the understanding. Just lift up your voice. Lift up your voice tonight. Lift up your voice. Pray the Lord, let the waters of my spirit be stirred up. Let the waters of my spirit be stirred up. Tonight, you want to escape from the realm of the flesh and the realm of the soul. You want to enter the realm of the spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Because what God is about to do in our midst tonight, it takes people who are in the spirit. You mustn't be in the flesh. You mustn't be in the soul. You must be in the spirit to experience that which God has in store for you tonight in the name of Jesus. Just lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Catapult yourself. Maybe there is, there is a burden on your heart. Maybe there is something on your heart. Something that has been troubling you. Something that has distracted your attention. That can prevent you from receiving from God tonight. But tonight you are shifting. You are shifting positions. You are moving from the realm of the flesh. You are entering the realm of the spirit. You are moving from the outer court. You are moving from the holy place. You are entering the holy of holies tonight. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. 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 The Bible says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue 
edified himself. Jude said, Beloved, building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Lift up your voice right now. Begin to stir up your spirit. Stir up your spirit. Stir up your spirit. Stir up your spirit. Tonight is for the aggressive. Tonight is for the hungry. Tonight is for that person who wants to touch God. Tonight is for that person who wants to draw from God. Tonight is for that person who wants to pull some power from the endless recesses of power that Jehovah our God possesses in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You want to have a violent spirit tonight. You want to have an aggressive spirit tonight. Any dullness upon your heart, let it be lifted right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because an anointing is about to fall upon you. Some this anointing will be for ministry. For some it will be for your academics. For some it will be for problem solving. For some it will bring bright ideas into your mind. That will change your life forever in the name of Jesus. For some it will make you a shining beacon. For some it will elevate you to another level. It will take you to another place. For some people it will mark the shifting and the changing hands of power. Come on lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice in this place. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, let the waters of our spirits be stirred up. Let the heavens be opened upon our heads. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We command any locked heavens over anybody's head to be smashed open tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible said the heavens were opened upon Jesus Christ. And the Spirit of God descended in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven and said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Tonight the heavens are opening upon somebody's hands. The heavens are opening upon somebody's life. The heavens are opening upon somebody's ministry. The heavens are opening upon somebody's family. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for this gathering because it's unto no other name but unto the name of Jesus. For your word says, wherever two or three are gathered in your name, you are there in their midst. Holy Spirit, we ask that you shall take absolute control. As I'm about to speak your word, may I not speak of my own accord, but may I speak as you grant me utterance. By virtue of the fact that I'm a blood-born citizen of the kingdom of God, I take authority in the realm of the spirit and I declare a supernatural injunction on any activity of the enemy in this place. We declare this place and the hearts and the minds of the people of God sanctified and made ready for them to have an encounter with their father this evening. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Shall we put our hands together for the Lord? Oh, you are clapping as if you have bilateral palmar ulcers. It's as if there is a yours or bruly ulcer in your palm. Hallelujah. Tonight is for the person with an aggressive spirit. Tonight is for that person who is hungry. It's for that person who is willing to defy obstacles. It's for that person who will not look at who is on your left or on your right. But your focus will be on him who sits upon the throne and unto the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. 
Tonight, I want to share with you something I've entitled Who Touched Me? And those of you who know the word, I'm sure you know which scripture I'm going to use already. Who touched me? That's why I said tonight is for the aggressive person. It's for that person that is hungry. For that person who is prepared to to, to break barriers and break obstacles. Who touched me? You see, the power of God is limitless. The power of God can do so many things. But it's up to you and I to plug into that power of God. I always like to use this analogy. Now the power of God is like the Akosun Mudam, the electricity from the Akosun Mudam. It can do so many things. As we are speaking now, that power is doing so many things. It is lighting the stage so you can see me. It is powering the speakers so you can hear me. It is powering the organ so you can hear the music play. It can do so many things. But that power is useless to any of these gadgets I've talked about until that gadget is plugged into the power source. And tonight my prayer for you is that you will plug into the power source of the Most High God. You will plug into that raw power that is able to do anything. That raw power that is able to change lives. That raw power that is able to transform things. I want you to turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 8. It's a very popular story. One of my favorite stories in the Bible. Luke chapter 8. Let's start reading from verse 40. Luke chapter 8 verse 40. And tonight like all the nights as I speak connect to what I say. Your amen can release something in the spirit. Your hallelujah can release something in the spirit. He said, and it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. Say, a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. Next. For he had only one daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a dying. But as he went, the people thronged him. Next. And a woman, say a woman, having an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment and immediately her issue of blood stanched. Stanched is King James English. It means stopped. Next. And Jesus said, and this is where my title is, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee and said thou who touched me. And Jesus said, Somebody had touched me for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. Tonight, somebody is going to pull some virtue out of God. Somebody is going to encounter some power from God. 
somebody is going to pull some anointing from God somebody is going to pull an impartation from God somebody is going to pull a healing from God somebody is going to pull a breakthrough from God and when the woman saw that she was not healed she came trembling and falling down before him she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately next and he said unto her daughter be of good comfort thy faith made thee whole go in peace hallelujah this is one of my favorite portions of scripture and this woman in fact is one of my favorite characters in scripture this was a woman who was being afflicted in her body the bible said she had an issue of blood 12 years that means she had been bleeding for 12 good years this woman's story is an epitome of how to tap into the power of god there are different ways and different methods of tapping into the power of god and when i look at the story of this woman of god I see all the various types and all the various ways of tapping into the power of God. I mentioned to you earlier that the power of God is like the Akosomudam. It can do anything. It can do anything you want it to do. But you need to plug into that power. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to suggest to you that the way or the method for plugging into the power of God is by the device we call faith. Somebody say faith. Say faith. Faith is like the plug that you plug into the power so that the power can work for you. Faith is such a powerful thing. By faith, you access the limitless power of God which can do anything, which can cause any change, which can cause any shifting that you want to happen. human being walks around with five senses the sense of sight the sense of hearing the sense of smell the sense of taste and the sense of touch but i want to suggest to you tonight that as believers we must walk around with a sixth sense and this sixth sense that i'm talking about is the sense of faith and when you walk in this sixth sense of faith its power can be superimposed on the other five it can be superimposed on sight it can be superimposed on hearing it can be superimposed on taste it can be superimposed on smell because the bible says that the just shall live by faith when the bible talks about the just he's talking about you and i he's talking about the born again believer he's talking about the one that has been purchased with the precious blood of jesus the one who has been cleansed from head to toe of every sin and your name has been written in the book of life he said the just shall live by faith it is unfortunate believers of today we believe more in connections we believe more in whom you know we believe more in logic we believe more in organization and understanding i'm not saying these things are bad these things are good but ladies and gentlemen it gets to a point where whom you know will not work it gets to a point where logic does not work it gets to a point where organization does not work and from that point you need to shift into another realm that is when your faith begins to speak that is when what you believe in begins to speak that 
is when the God that made you, the God that protects you, the God in whom you live and move and have your being must be brought into the scene. The just shall live by faith. We must be able to superimpose our faith on what we see. When you are walking in the sixth sense, that is when you can say, I am not moved by what I see. I am not moved by what I hear. I am not moved by what I feel. I am only moved by the word of God. What God says is final. The just shall live by faith. This woman must have had faith to move out of her house in the first place. The faith, that is the first way of tapping into the power of God. She must have had faith because she heard that somebody, a man, had come into her town and she decided in her heart that today I will encounter my miracle. Whatever it will take, I don't care what the obstacles are. I am going to encounter my miracle. I pray that tonight somebody's faith will be elevated. I pray that somebody's faith will be stirred up. I don't know what it is that you are not believing God again for. But tonight, I want to tell you to believe God again. I want to tell you to come to the place of trusting God again. The Bible says some trust in horses. Others trust in chariots. But you and I, as being the just of the Lord, we shall trust in the name of our God. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a mighty fortress. It is a strong tower. And the righteous run into it and they are saved. Others are looking up onto bosses. Others are looking up onto CEOs. Some are looking up onto uncles. Some are looking up onto big men that they have. But I like what David said. He said, I lift up my eyes to the hills. And from whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I want to suggest to somebody today that the maker of heaven and earth will come through for you. The king of kings and the lord of lords will come through for you. Jehovah Jireh will come through for you. Jehovah Nisi will come through for you. Jehovah Sabaoth will come through for you. El Gipor will rise from his throne and he will come through for you. And the Bible says let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. If you believe that is your portion, shout yes. The just shall live by faith organization is good logic is good connections are good but they have their limitations but I came to suggest to you that your faith has no limitations your faith cannot be stopped your faith cannot be limited and today may faith rise up in your heart once again where the devil has put doubt may you receive faith once again may you believe once again May you trust once again. The just shall live by faith. There are certain circumstances when you look to the left, you don't see a solution. When you look to the right, you don't see a solution. When you look in front, you don't see a solution. When you look behind, you don't see a solution. But it's time to look up. Lift up your hands and look at the Lord your God. Don't look at how big the situation is. Look at how big your God is. This is somebody who is so big 
that the Bible says the earth is his footstool. That means his foot alone, his shoe size alone is about the size of the earth. Imagine how big this God is. What is that financial situation? What is that health challenge? What is that career challenge? What is that challenge in ministry? I came to suggest to you that our God is bigger than what people say. He is mightier than what people say. He is holier than what people say. He is more beautiful than what people say. And if you believe this God like I do, and you believe that he will come through for you, shout a big amen. The just shall live by faith. There are ways to catch God's attention. You see, our faith is powerful. The only thing that can limit your faith is the sovereignty of God. That's the only thing. The power of God is like Akosombo electricity. Your faith is like the plug. But the power of God or the sovereignty of God is like ECG. So ECG can decide that you have a gadget. You have the plug all right. But because there are power fluctuations in this area, today when you plug in, the power will not flow. Because it will destroy your gadget. That is the sovereignty of God. And the sovereignty of God is needed to regulate the power of our faith because the faith we have is so powerful. Trust me, believe me, if there was no regulation to the faith that we had, I will wake up this morning and say, I have faith for two more suns, S-U-N, to appear in the sky. And all the men of God here too, some will decide, no, me, I want four. Another will say, I want six. Another will say, I want eight. By the time we wake up in the morning, the sky will be full of suns and we will all burn into ashes. And so there is something called the sovereignty of God that will decide that this is where your faith goes. Satan cannot limit your faith. It is the sovereignty of God that can limit your faith. So some people get up and say, okay, if at the end of the day, it's the sovereignty of God that is going to determine whether what I have faith for will happen or not, then why do I even bother praying? Why do I even bother exercising the faith? It is a very absurd thing to think. And let me show you why by an analogy. Faith is like the plug. Assuming you had an iron, your clothes are crumpled. You need to iron your clothes. If you say, if at the end of the day, the sovereignty of God is what is going to decide, so why do I exercise my faith? It's like you saying, I have an iron, my clothes are crumpled, but I'm not going to plug in because ECG might decide that there is doom so today. Can you see how unwise that is? Oh, God might say no, so I will not exercise the faith at all. That is how unwise that statement is. But I came to suggest to you today that even though the sovereignty of God is what regulates our faith, there are ways of shifting the sovereignty of God in your favor. There are ways of catching the attention of heaven. There, there are ways of arresting heaven and bringing heaven to a standstill for your favor. This woman had faith enough to believe that something was going to happen. And that brings me to my second point. The other thing that arrests the attention of heaven and swings the sovereignty of God in your favor 
it's called tenacity somebody say tenacity tenacity is that will not to give up is that 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 will to overcome obstacles that will to overcome the challenges that are ahead of you the obstacles that are between you and that miracle the obstacles that are between you and that goal that you want to achieve at the end of the day and this woman had a lot of obstacles some of the obstacles were physical obstacles some of them were social and religious obstacles this woman had been bleeding for 12 years according to jewish law this woman wasn't even supposed to come out of her house religious and social obstacles bleeding for 12 years she probably had a smell this woman wasn't supposed to step out of her house that day because the law said when you are bleeding anything you touch becomes unclean if you even sit on a chair the chair becomes unclean any human being you touch becomes unclean she wasn't even supposed to have come out of her house but this woman was tenacious enough to say that look what the law is saying I, I don't care what these people are saying I don't care if I am smelling I can see on the horizon that there is a miracle for me I can see on the horizon that my problem is going to be solved today I can see on the horizon that something is going to break forth I can sense a Kairos moment and I'm not going to let any obstacle stand in my way so she broke the law came out of her house she also had physical obstacles if you've been bleeding continuously for 12 years without access to blood transfusion you'll be severely anemic HB 3 where I come from, I've seen HB of 0.5 with a platelet count of 0. This woman must have been severely anemic. Those of you who are medics, you know the symptoms that come with severe anemia. Easy fatigability. Look, with that kind of problem, no matter how much your body compensates, you will still be symptomatic. I know what I'm talking about. be symptomatic so what it meant was that this woman had easy fatigability palpitations dizziness I'm sure this woman when she stepped out of her house and looked at the distance between her and where Jesus was she was like hey this thing is far but when I lift up my eyes I can see a miracle on the horizon I am going to go whatever it takes if i perish i perish if i die on the way i die whatever it will take i am going to get my miracle i'm sure this woman got out of her house closed her gate started walking because of the severe anemia i'm sure after two three steps she begins to pant just breathing in and out to get a little more oxygen to create more energy breathing in and out i'm sure when she takes one two three four five steps she'll just lean by a tree just take her breath she said look i can see my miracle far away i am not going to stop 
I, I am not going to stop making this this move. I, I am not going to stop continuing to, to embark on this journey because she sends a carous moment and she sends a miracle on the horizon. So she would take five steps, lean by a tree. Let me take my breath a little. She would check, see the crowd far away. Yes, the crowd, they are not moving. The man is still there. Then she would talk to herself. Maybe she was called Akusia or Ekia. Say, Ekia, guard your loins. Begin to move once again. She would gather all her strength and start to take one step, two steps, three steps. And because of the low oxygen tension, there is a tendency to have what? Anaerobic respiration, which will lead to the buildup of lactic acid in the muscles. That means the muscles will begin to ache. When you take one step, your what you call it, vastus lateralis muscle begins to ache. Your gastronomous muscle begins to ache because of the accumulation of lactic acid. But this woman said, in spite of the pain, in spite of the cramps, in spite of the tiredness, in spite of the palpitations, in spite of the dizziness, I shall break through, I shall move forward, I shall encounter my miracle because I sense a Kairos moment. And I came to submit to somebody tonight that you are in a Kairos moment. You are in a time of a shifting. You are in a time of an elevation. You are in a time where power is going to change hands. You are in a point of inflection where the direction of things are going to change and things are going to turn around for your good. Anything that has been going against your favor, after tonight, the Lord is bringing that thing into alignment with His will for your life. If you believe that is your portion, shout yes. Yes. I will not allow the tiredness to stop me. Like the tortoise, she took it one day at a time, one step at a time. Let those who have strength go and be pressing him. When I go there, I know it's not pressing I'm going to do because I have a certain spiritual instruction and I'm going to do the specific thing. Others were pressing, others were doing all kinds of things. But this woman had a certain revelation and she was going to apply that revelation to get her healing. Oh, she looked up and saw the people. They were pressing and pressing. She said, you go on and do what you are doing. You ain't got no revelation. I know what I'm looking for. And none of these physical obstacles will stop me from getting my miracle. Dizziness or no dizziness. Palpitation or no palpitation. Muscle pain or no muscle pain. I may feel like my heart wants to jump out of my mouth. I may feel like I want to go unconscious. But I'm not going to stop. I am going to take it one step at a time. It's just like Noah's ark. God brought all animals from the bushes and wherever. The tortoise was one of them. The cheetah was one of them. The cheetah must have reached early. But eventually the tortoise also got there. I came to tell somebody that the miracle may have been slow. The miracle may have delayed. But the miracle is going to come one of these days. In the name of Jesus. And I sense for somebody that tonight may be that night of that miracle. Tonight may be that night of that change. Tonight may be that night of that divine turnaround. Tonight may be that night of that divine shift. He said, I'll break through. I will move on. When I lift up my eyes, I see a miracle on the horizon. I am going to encounter that miracle. 
I am not going to let that day pass me by. Tenacity. We need tenacity to arrest God's attention. Sometimes when we come to the presence of God, we are too aloof. We want to be wound up like a nikanika before we begin to pray. You want someone to wind you up before you worship. You must come to church with your own atmosphere. Even if the worship leader is not anointed, come with your own atmosphere. You must be hungry enough. The Bible says to the hungry so everything tastes sweet. When you come to church and you are hungry, and even the choir is ministering and their song is discord, you are still stirred up in your spirit because there is a certain hunger. And tonight may the Lord cure you of every spiritual anorexia, every lack of appetite, every lack of hunger. That is the reason why you are not regular in church. That is the reason why it's difficult for you to go for programs. It's because you are not hungry enough. And just like in the physical, anorexia is a sign of physical sickness. Anorexia and lack of spiritual hunger is a sign of spiritual sickness. But today, the sign of righteousness is rising with healing in his wings. And he is healing you of every spiritual sickness. If you believe that is your portion, shout yes. When we come into God's presence, we are too conscious of people. We are too conscious of the obstacles. This woman didn't care how she smelled. All she wanted was to touch and get her miracle. There are some people when you come to church and you are worshipping and you have lifted up your hands, they look at you as if, why? Are you crazy? Are you the only spiritual person here? want to lie prostrate on the ground worshipping God you see some of those people they don't have any problems in life they don't have any expectations in life when we say lift up your voices and pray the only prayer topic is to thank God for the answered prayers but you know that is not your case you know that you have things that God must do you know that you have breakthroughs that must happen in your life don't look at who is on your left don't look at who is on your right when it's time to worship lift up your hands and worship when it's time to worship life frustrate on the ground and worship when it's time to kneel down kneel down and worship the bible says you see some people actually say that why do people pray aloud jesus said when you're going to pray enter your closet if everybody came here with the closet in this room Will there be room for you to sit down? That closet is talking about is not a physical one. He's talking about you creating a spiritual cocoon around you. Where you are oblivious to who is on your left, who is in front of you, who is on your right, who is behind you, and your focus is totally on Jehovah. That is the closet we are talking about. When you enter his presence, forget about people who are sitting on wooden chairs forget about people who are sitting on plastic chairs and focus on him who sits upon the circles of the earth the one who has heaven as his throne and has the earth as his footstool he's too big for you to be focusing on little little human beings who have come to church to come and mark why do you scream so much when you are praying You, you dance too much you like dancing you tell them I will dance today I will dance tomorrow I will dance tomorrow's tomorrow hey the Bible said David danced in the presence of the Lord 
when the presence of the Lord is really in a place there is disinhibition you don't worry about who is looking at you some of you you can dance oh. sometimes I see people dancing and I wish I could dance some of us when you see us doing gentle gentle things it's not because we don't want to dance oh. their skills it's like some of us were born with two left feet So the little that we we'll do, we keep it like that. If you try something complex, but some of you can spin, some of you can jump, some of you can do choreography. Me, the choreography, if I come to do something, while everybody is going this way, me, I'll go this way. So I'll take it easy. When you come into the presence of God, I pray that you'll be disinhibited. I pray that you will not look at anybody. Don't look at those who are there to mark people. Focus on Jehovah. Focus on the Holy Ghost. Have a good in the presence of God that is what attracts God's attention when you are preaching you want to shout amen you shout amen when you are preaching you want to clap you clap when you are preaching you want to pray in tongues you pray in tongues woman didn't care what anybody thought she didn't care all she could see was the miracle on the horizon the breakthrough on the horizon the solution to the 12 years of problems on the horizon and tonight I pray that the Lord will inject somebody with that spirit spirit of tenacity that spirit that makes you nonchalant that spirit that makes you want to believe God tenacity one day there was a man called Bartimaeus the Bible said he was blind and just like this woman he heard that Jesus was in the neighborhood he said today is my day nobody is going to stop me Nobody is going to be an obstacle to me. He shouted, Son of David, have mercy upon me. And the people around him said, You are shouting too much. Just like when you pray, they say you are shouting too much. When you worship, they say you are shouting too much. When you are shouting in church, they say you are shouting too much. They say you are shouting too much. Shut up, Bartimaeus. But the Bible said, he shouted the more when they said shut up he decided let me increase the volume where is the amplifier connect the amplifier to my voice i must shout at a higher decibel those who are shouting that i should keep quiet my voice must supersede yes so he shouted the more and i see somebody not being bothered by what somebody is saying somebody not being bothered by who is looking at you somebody not being bothered by the gentility of somebody but your focus is on the miracle he shouted them all and when he shouted the sound waves hit the ears of Jesus he turned and he saw the man and suddenly those who were trying to be obstacles in his life were converted into messengers Jesus said you the same person telling him to keep quiet go and call the man for me and that day Jehovah touched
touched the eyes of Bartimaeus his eyes were open his breakthrough was complete and tonight in the name of Jesus I prophesy to somebody's life that your breakthrough will be complete your miracle will be complete you shall encounter God in a supernatural way if you believe that is your portion shout yes another group of people they had a friend or a brother who was lame when they got to the house where Jesus was ministering the place was crowded entrance crowded but these people were aggressive enough they said we will invent our own unconventional entrance they climbed the, the house went to the roof looked for a hammer bam, bam, bam took off the nails took off the roof looked for some ropes tied the lame man and started lowering the lame man into the house they said look entrance may be blocked but we can create another entrance they didn't care about the fact that Jesus probably had gone to rent the place for his meeting and that they were going to charge him for it when Jesus saw them Jesus should have said hey why are you creating trouble for me they will say I can't use this venue again but Jesus Christ looked at him and said this is faith your faith your faith your faith creating an illegal entrance Jesus interpreted it as faith tonight I don't know what illegal entrance somebody will create to encounter God and to touch God but I pray for that spirit of tenacity to come upon you and I believe that tonight somebody will touch God somebody will touch God somebody will encounter God he said this is faith some people look down upon those that during ministrations the Holy Ghost catches them and they fall down hey why is it that you always falling down maybe you you are too spiritually dead to fall down you are too spiritually insensitive to fall down and let me correct this misconception in the kingdom of God that falling down is for immature believers so when you become a papa you can't fall down again I actually heard somebody saying I've grown out of falling down I said hey you have backslidden man you are calling in maturity what you are calling maturity is, is backsliding because in the bible I saw some papas and when they encountered Jesus Christ you see the reason people fall is that the bible says you shall receive power when the holy ghost comes upon you and the word power is the word dunamis and it's from that same word that we got the word dynamite so you can imagine the explosive power in that power that we are talking about when that dunamis power really hits you you cannot stand on your feet the bible says on the day that the temple was dedicated hey as they played the glory cloud entered the building and even the priests the puppets the men of god could not stand to minister john the apostle while jesus christ was here on earth he was walking with jesus even at the time jesus was preaching and he
he had his head on his bosom but when Jesus Christ died and in the island of Patmos he appeared to him in his glorified body he said I saw him his hair was like wool his feet was like brass and I fell on my face as if I was dead I pray for a supernatural encounter for somebody in the name of Jesus hey the Holy Ghost must knock you out the Holy Ghost must put you to sleep and I want to suggest to you that when the Holy Ghost knocks people out sometimes during worship somebody is knocked out temporarily sometimes a few seconds sometimes a few minutes there are times when God wants to create something out of you he has to put you to sleep God took Adam knocked him out in the spirit caused a deep sleep to come out of Adam by the time Adam was out of that sleep God had created an Eve out of him and I see somebody the Holy Ghost will knock you asleep and by the time you wake up a ministry would have been created a gifting would have been created a mantle would have been released a business would have been released a financial breakthrough would have been released an unction would have been released and if you believe that is your portion shout amen sometimes God must put people to sleep that is why when I'm ministering people are under the power I tell the ushers don't wake them up sometimes it may be just for 10 seconds but God is working something out of somebody's life and tonight I see the release of mantles in the atmosphere I see the Lord releasing mantles in this atmosphere I see the Lord releasing captains in this atmosphere I see a disinhibited people people who are ready to touch God people who are ready to encounter God people who are ready to pull some anointing tenacity tenacity the third quality this woman displayed was audacity sometimes you need to have some godly audacity audacity is reckless boldness this woman I believe when she got to the crowd and as she got closer and closer the crowd became thicker and I'm sure with the little strength that she had she had spent all her strength trying to get to the place all sorts of men and all sorts of women I'm sure some people even started doing ah what is smelling here what is smelling here she said I don't care if it's smelling it is your nose deal with it all I know is that on the horizon there is a miracle there is a spiritual instruction I must obey in order to encounter my miracle I'm sure with the little strength she'll just gather herself and push somebody to the side move to the left move forward and catch another person move to the right broke through and I believe she got to the apostolic garrison that was usually by Jesus Christ these men always formed a circle around Jesus they weren't allowing people to come to Jesus by heart even little children they'll stop you that's why Jesus had to beg them and say let their children come unto me and forbid them not for this is the kingdom of God and these men I believe were hefty men they were macho men why because majority of them were fishermen and you see fishermen in those days they were not using electronic outboard motors to fish they were paddling with 
with, with the paddle. So by the time you've gone to one trip and come back, your pectoralis muscles, your deltoid muscles, your trapezius muscles have all hypertrophied and you are looking fearfully made. And this woman said, Peter, I don't care about your macho manness. John, I don't care about your macho. James, I don't care about your macho. All I know is that I have broken through from my house. I have broken through traditional barriers. I have broken through physical barriers. And now you are just the obstacle between me and my miracle. Peter, move to the left. James, move to the right. Thomas, get behind me. And very soon, she was faced to back with God himself. Broken through social barriers broken through social barriers religious barriers physical barriers and now she was faced to back with the king of kings the lord of lords the wonderful counselor the mighty god the everlasting father the prince of peace himself she needed to display some godly audacity audacity attracts God's attention there was a day a man called Joshua was fighting a battle the sun was about to set it was time for the sun and the moon to do a substitution but the man realized that no if I leave this battle I may come back tomorrow and the battle would have turned I am going to finish the enemy I am going to continue this battle I am going to see it to a successful end and so Joshua had the audacity to stand there and to halt the substitution between the sun and the moon. He says, sun, stop on the mountains of Gibeon. He said, moon, stop in the valley of Ajalon. And you are going to be there until I say so. You are going to be there until I finish my battle. And the Bible said the sun stopped. The moon stopped. And the Bible said on that day, God heard a man like he had never heard a man. Tonight, somebody is going to travail. Somebody is going to pray. Somebody is going to have some godly audacity. You are going to trust God for some big things. And God is going to hear you like he has never heard a man before. I asked the Holy Ghost, why is it that God heard a man that day like he had never heard a man before? And the Holy Ghost reminded me that Joshua had the audacity to ask God for something he had never seen before. For most of us, the things we ask God for, we have seen it in somebody's life. We have read it in history. We have probably even read it in the Bible. But Joshua did not have any reference point of a sun stopping, of a moon stopping. But he had the audacity to ask God to cause the sun to stop, to cause the moon to stop. In fact, if it was light, Joshua wanted to finish the battle. He could have asked God for the pillar of fire, which he has seen before, which was with them all the time in the wilderness. But he said, I'm trusting God beyond the pillar of fire. The man had gone ahead of his time and entered the New Testament and probably seen a glimpse of the scripture that said he is able to do, he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what we can ask or think. And I pray that that spirit of audacity, that spirit of boldness, that spirit of reckless abandon, when it comes to tapping into the power of God, shall come upon somebody tonight. If you believe you are the one, shout yes. 
audacity some of you all you can believe God for is for him to anoint you like the way he has anointed Dr. Leslie but I came to tell you that there are greater things. There, there are higher highs. There are deeper depths. You can walk in 10 times what you are seeing. You can walk in 20 times what you are seeing. Don't limit yourself to what you see your spiritual fathers do. That is why in Hebrews 11, when they named all the heroes of faith, Elijah, Abraham, all of them, when they got to the chapter 12, he said now being encompassed around by this great cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight he didn't say looking up unto abraham he didn't say looking up unto elijah he didn't say looking up unto sarah he didn't say looking up unto something but looking up unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith i pray that tonight jesus will be your standard when it comes to ministry let jesus be your standard when it comes to the anointing let jesus be your standard when it comes to holiness let jesus be your standard something he had never seen before tonight you believe God for what your family has never been able to achieve you believe God to walk in miracles signs and wonders if Bishop Doug has 10,000 churches God can use you to do 20,000 God can use you to do 30,000 if Jometo won artist of the year you can win world artist of the year and be a worshiper not just a singer not just a performer not just a talented man but an anointed man Carrying the unction of Jehovah upon your life. Joshua had the audacity to command the earth to come to a standstill. And the Bible said it was so for almost a whole day. Almost a whole day. I read an article recently look these things they are not stories they happened astronomers have a way of calculating and knowing the exact position of the sun and the earth at any point in time that is because the earth moves around the sun in an orbit the circumference of that orbit hasn't changed it's the same so if you know the speed of the earth you can calculate on this date where was the sun and where was the earth that is how they are able to predict eclipses and they developed a program that could tell the position of the sun and the position of the earth at any point in time in history. And when they did some searches, they realized that there were some 24 hours in history that cannot be accounted for. Some 24 hour period. But what shocked them was that it was in two different periods. They were able to locate what happened in Joshua's time and they dated it to 30th October. And they calculated and realized that the earth stood still for 23 hours and 20 minutes. But overall, there were some 24 hours that they couldn't account for. So the question is, where did the other 40 minutes go? And that answer is found in Isaiah chapter 38 verse 7. The prophet Isaiah had been sent to Hezekiah to prophesy to him about his death. And the Bible said, Hezekiah turned to the world and prayed and asked God to remember him. And God said unto Isaiah, that go back and tell him that I have changed the prophecy. I'm going to add 15 more years. And when he went, Hezekiah said, what will be the sign that God is going to do this thing that you have said? And the Bible talks about the fact that there is something called the dial of Ahaz. 
it was like an old time clock and it used the movement of the sun to determine the time of the day and Isaiah said as a sign unto you I'm not going to ask the dial to move forward but it is going to move back 10 degrees everybody say 10 degrees that means he caused the earth to do an anti-rotation of 10 degrees he caused time to be reversed he had the audacity to speak that word to come into being and 10 degrees ladies and gentlemen 360 degrees is equal to 24 hours do the calculation 10 degrees and it is exactly 40 minutes what i'm trying to tell you is that two men of audacity two men of faith cause a phenomenal thing to happen in history the 23 hours 20 minutes caused by joshua and the 40 minutes of the earth turning backwards called by isaiah are recorded in the annals of the astronomical world that two men were able to cause time to come to a standstill i don't know what is not going right in your life but just as isaiah spoke and there was a turnaround tonight i command a turn around in the name of jesus a turn around in finances a turn around in ministries a turn around in health situations a turn around in marital situations a turn around in anything that gives you sleepless nights and if you believe that is your person shout yes audacity god loves believers who are audacious when you speak the big thing like that god says yeah that is my child you have placed my name at stake i cannot fail this one i see some audacious believers in the house people who believe god for unrecorded miracles people who believe god for unrecorded breakthroughs things that will confound the minds of the multitude audacity so this woman broke through traditional barriers broke through physical barriers broke through the apostolic garrison and now she was face to back with God himself she gathered every audacity she could gather every strength she could gather she said in spite of my smell in spite of my tiredness in spite of what the law says in spite of what the society says I am going to touch God himself and tonight I see somebody touching God I see somebody connecting with supernatural power and as the Bible said other people were present they were present but this was a different touch suddenly Jesus turned and said who touched me who touched me and I see God Jesus asking who touched me tonight because somebody is going to touch Jesus your touch will be different your touch will be different it will be a touch of faith others were just present he said I felt virtue come out of me for somebody to touch Jesus and withdraw power for Jesus to notice a fall in the anointing it means he drew kilovolts and kilowatts of power because all of us when God is going to anoint us he anoints us by measure some have teaspoon some have margarine tin others have olonka some have barrels 
and talking about barrels before i came here i saw barrels of oil in the spirit tonight some barrels are going to be emptied into this place and in fact one of the barrels actually was draped in green and white if you are in the spirit you know what i'm talking about who are those who wear green and white in this place there is a certain special unction that is going to fall upon those of you that wear green and white a, a certain revival a certain awakening a certain turn around and a certain shifting that is going to come upon you tonight he said who touched me Peter said but everybody is pressing on you he said no this touch is different because virtue has left me that woman must have withdrawn if I have 30 million Ghana cities and you take 10 Ghana cities I won't notice immediately but if you took 15 million Ghana cities immediately I will know that something has taken place and tonight somebody is withdrawing some power somebody is withdrawing some anointing it's about how hungry you are it's about how serious you are it's about what is on your heart and what you want God to do for you wherever you are stand to your feet right now wherever you are stand to your feet right now this thing is going to move very fast this thing is going to move very fast begin to charge up the engines of your spirit hey come on begin to pray Lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Hey, rev up the engine of your spirit from the time of John the Baptist until now. The kingdom of heaven suffered falling. Hey, Everybody it's about how hungry you are. It's about the extent to which you want to encounter God. I don't know what is on your heart. Tonight we have come to the Lord. 
the men of God don't even feel anointed I've told you the story before that I was doing a three day program somewhere first night after I finished ministry a lady came to me and described a problem I knew was a neurological problem but in my mind I was going to pray for the sick on the third day so I told her don't worry on the third day I'll pray for the sick so I'll pray for you he said you just say something I took her hand and I prayed a prayer and when I finished, I said something that embarrassed me myself. I said, on the third day, I'll pray for you again. Meaning, I didn't even believe the woman was healed. But she said, let me have your number. I gave her my number. In 30 minutes time, she called me. She said, man of God, every symptom is gone. This thing that has been troubling me for years. And I knew in my heart of hearts that this healing had nothing to do with the anointing upon my life. It was the faith and the aggression of the woman. Even Jesus Christ, as anointed as he was. The Bible said when he was told that Lazarus had died, he wept. I sat and meditated upon this. I was like, why did Jesus Christ weep? Had he forgotten that he had anointing to raise the dead? Why should he waste his tears and cry? But you see, sometimes men of God don't even feel anointed. There is something that stirs up the anointing. And that day Jesus Christ needed somebody to stir up the anointing. And that thing came in the form of something Martha said. Martha came and said, Lord, if you had come early, my brother would not have died. But nonetheless, even now, somebody say even now. Those two words began to do something to the heart and the spirit of the Messiah. He said, even now, even now, even now that it has delayed, 
even now that it is four days, even now that the body is stiff, even now that magos have taken over his heart, magos have taken over the abdomen, even now I know that when you speak, God answers. Suddenly something began to well up in the spirit of the Messiah. He lifted up his voice and said, Today your brother shall live. He went to the tomb and lifted up his voice and said, Lazarus, come forth. Tonight I see somebody's faith staring something in the spirit. And as you pray right now, you are staring up your spirit. And ushers be alert.
just sensed a shift in the atmosphere. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Ushers be alert all over this place. Some people are literally going to hold on to live wires in the spirit. You will see some people vibrating, some, some people shaking because they are touching some power source. And just as Isaiah said, that in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high, mighty, and lifted up. He said, The train of his garment filled the temple. I see that garment in the temple right now. And I see some people must touch that garment. Some people must touch that garment. Some people must touch that garment. Lift up your right hand and say this after me. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say tonight. I touch the hand of the coming of the coming of the Lord. Of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Say I receive. I receive power. I receive. I receive power. I receive. I receive fire. Fire. Ushers be alert. I receive. I receive fire. 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 Fire, fire, lift up your voice, begin to touch. The anointing of the John G. Lacey. The anointing. 
Alexander Towers, ancient power, ancient anointings. Hey, Can I have the singers up? Lift this lady up for me, quick. Jesus, take, take it, carry him for me, quick, carry him for me, quick, it's like two angels just took a hold of his hand, take, 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 no. carry him for me, quick, 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 hold it, take, the power of the Holy Ghost, just go behind her, a mantle of intercession, was just released. Take. Take. Yes, take it. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Those in this area, lift up your hand. An angel just began to walk in your midst. Take it now. Take it now. Take it now. Fresh fire upon your lives. Take it now. The activation of giftings of the spirit. I hear the Lord say there is a breakthrough anointing in the middle zone here. Take it now. Somebody take it. A breakthrough anointing. The anointing to break through barriers. The anointing to break through limitations. The anointing to overcome limitations. Give me this lady quick. Lift her for me. Take it. Take. Sakataba da kasataba hata. Shere da 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 ba teka rasati. Take it. Radeva duosa tova katasi. Shile le 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 le. The power of the Holy Ghost. And the Lord says, I'm literally introducing some people into that realm called the supernatural. And the Lord is beginning to open some ears to hear in the spirit. Right now, that anointing is coming upon some 16 people all over this place. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and the sixteen. All over this place. 
and the Lord says I'm making your spirit sharp today and upon 20 people supernatural eyesight your eyes are being opened into the realm of deep visions the realm of deep dreams let the power of God touch those 20 people wherever they are right now in the name of Jesus one two three four five six seven eight lift up for me nine ten eleven twelve the thirteen the fourteenth the fifteen the 18 19 20 those of you in this area lift up your hand an angel just stood among you and he said tonight I've been sent to bring strength unto the people of God for the next phase of their assignment take it now strength take strength for your next phase strength for your next phase strength for your next phase take it now those of you here I just saw a bowl of golden oil and leveled on that bowl is kingdom financing an anointing is going to fall upon some people the God, Lord is going to bring them to the place where they shall single-handedly fund Christian projects, divine wealth, take it. Every shock of poverty is broken in the name of Jesus. And the Lord is saying to two of you, you shall be the richest anybody has been in your family by virtue of this oil tonight. And I just heard that that same anointing fell upon five people in this place. Let the Holy Ghost locate those five. One, two, three, four, five. Take it now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Uncommon wealth. Every joke of poverty. Bring me this one. It's broken. I hear the Lord say. The struggle. It's over. Take it. I hear in my spirit. I hear in my spirit. Divine starings. Divine starings. Divine starings. Some of you will just begin to feel a certain staring. Come on, pray in the language of the spirit. Yeah, bring her to me. Divine story. I still see that robe in that atmosphere. Somebody must touch that robe. Somebody must touch that robe. Come and pray. Come and pray. Lift this one for me. Take it. Now, 
Alanda bada bada le bada Say tonight, tonight, I activate, I activate the gift, the king of the spirit, of the spirit. Say tonight, tonight, I command, I command an activation, an activation of the gift, of the gift of the spirit, of the spirit. The word of knowledge, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the word of wisdom, the descending of spirit, the descending of spirit, diverse tongues, diverse tongues, interpretation of interpretation of tongues, prophecy, prophecy, faith. The working of miracles. The working of miracles. The gifts of healing. The gifts of healing. Some of you will begin to feel your hands on fire right now. The gift of healing is being activated. Yes, Lord. Some of you from today, you start realizing that your patience will be discharged faster than usual. Jesus' name. It's because something has come into your touch. I see the activation of the gifts of prophecy. The gifts of prophecy. The gifts of prophecy. It is upon 13 people. Jesus name. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Bring her to me. Give me her right hand. Ibadu kate in the name of Jesus. The labada balakata. The gifts of healing. I see some hands on fire. I see some hands on fire. I see some feet on fire. I see some feet on fire. I just saw about twenty people, and their feet were suddenly set on fire, and the Lord showed me the scripture. How beautiful are the feet of them that carry the good news. And the Lord said it's an anointing to preach the gospel. An anointing to preach the gospel. Right now, let that unction fall upon those 20 people. From the north, the south, the east, and the west. Yes, Lord. One, two, three, four, five, Jesus. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Some of these people are feeling fire under their feet right now. It is the anointing to speak the word. The anointing to speak the word. The anointing to speak the word. Carry this one for me quickly. And give me her feet. Give me her foot. Try. Try. Oh, there's a divine shift. Your life will never be the same again. Give me her foot. There is a divine shift. 
Bolo 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 bolo. Divine shift. Rakata brakata. A divine shift. Brontolo bobo kutaya. A divine shift. Pelele matala bahayas. Rakata brakata. Lebe 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 bahaya. I see two angels pouring perfume over your body. Lebe lebe lebe. Two satas. Bolo bolo bolo. Radiva baba. Radiva satas. Lebe 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 kutaya. some clouds over this place and the Lord said very soon there's going to be a lightning strike in the cloud and it is specifically for people who are either connected to the profession of nursing by education or are practicing it the Holy Ghost just reminded me of something the neo-pentecostal charismatic move of God in Ghana started in this hospital called Ibu Teaching Hospital it was all because there was an anointed nurse on one of the wards in this hospital on the day that a young man called Nicholas Duncan Williams had been admitted in this hospital tormented by the devil suicidal the devil caused him to put his hand in a flame of fire and he lost his three fingers and this anointed nurse looked at him and realized that this thing it is satan behind it she prayed for him led him to christ and that was the beginning of the charismatic move in Ghana. and the lord is telling me today that he's raising tonight many women like that anybody connected to the nursing profession lift up your hands the lord said he is bringing the anointing the anointing for change initiators of change taking a deep breath seven times one two three four five six seven there are some people in the crowd after tonight some of you cannot recognize them again you knew them to be unspiritual people but suddenly their life will be marked by fastings they'll be marked by prayers they'll be marked by dreams they'll be marked by visions they'll be marked by intercession will be marked by the spirit of the worshiper let that anointing begin to sweep over this place right now in the name of jesus from the north the south the east and the west receive that touch now receive that touch now some of them will be vibrating because they've literally touched some life wire some power that changes lives yes has entered them some
some of you will be initiators of revivals in your hostels initiators of revivals in your rooms initiators of awakenings some of you will suddenly start preaching in class people will think you are going mad people will think something is happening to you but the wine of the spirit has come upon you tonight in the name of Jesus and right now I see two golden pipes and I see five golden trees and the Lord says standing in the crowd are five young men with an unquestionable call of God upon their lives and tonight the Lord is saying I am releasing my oil upon their lives let the spirit of God begin to move over the crowd from the north, the south, the east and the west let it locate those five people right now in the name of Jesus uncommon unctions uncommon anointings uncommon power take it one take it two take it three take it four take it five in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth yes catch them there are some two more somewhere yeah Dr. Ting, collect this mantle and place it upon his head. Place it upon his head. Take an unquestionable call of God. And the same unction is falling upon two other people. Ushers, we are led. One, two. Take now. Lift up your hand, begin to worship God. The Spirit of God is all over this place. Sicknesses are leaving people's bodies. Pains are disappearing. Menstrual disorders are being healed right now. Take. I rebuke that foul spirit of infirmity. Now, come on. Loose foul spirits of infirmity, sicknesses, tormenting spirits. I command you in the name of Jesus, come out now, lose your hold now. Spirits causing constant pain, chronic pain in the lives of people. I rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus. I command chronic headaches to leave. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, lift up your hands, begin to worship. Begin to worship. Begin to worship. Begin to worship. As you worship the Spirit of the Lord, will cause another shifting. Another wave of shifting. Another wave of shifting. Another wave of shifting. Worship God. Lift up his voice. Hey, as you worship, the spirit of the Lord will move in our midst. Every remaining touch, every remaining impartation. Touch me with your hand. Yeah, Jesus. 
I still see that robe in this place. Touch me with your hand. Somebody must touch that robe. Jesus, touch Somebody me must touch that robe. And I hear the Lord say, Jesus, ministries are moving to the next level. Touch me with your hand. Ministries are moving to the next level. Jesus, I see six steps. I don't six steps. People are climbing those steps. The same way I came. It's just a shifting in levels. Touch me with a your shift in hands. Levels. Come on, worship. Jesus, I don't wanna go. I don't wanna. The same way I came. The same way. And while you worship. Spiritual instruction God gives you. If it is to heal, kneel down. If it is to lie prostrate, lie prostrate. If it is to engage the altar, engage the altar. Lives are turning around. Ministries are turning around. 
or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Overflow! Overflow!